During a meeting on 1st July 1994, the genocidal government discussed losing French support due to the idea of the government's weaknesses and potential defeat by the RPF in Hotanyi. At that meeting, the government officials decided to write a letter requesting additional support from France and submit it through the military command of Operation Turquoise. The government also decided to send a message to all district leaders urging them to get rid of the evidence of their involvement in the planning and implementation of the genocide against the Tutsi. This meeting also expressed the government's dismay at the fact that the RPF Ngotani forces had almost completely captured the capital, Kigali. The defeat of the genocidal government was considered during the July 1st, 1994 cabinet meeting and it was decided to appeal to France for help and trying to cover the evidences of genocide. In the meeting of July 1st, 1994, Kambanda's government said that the reason why the French did not support them as much as they had wanted could be due to the weaknesses that the French found on the side of the criminal government in terms of losing the fight against the RPF in Hotani and the fact that they had committed killings. They said that the French were saddened by the ongoing defeat of Kambanda's government across the country and that there was no hope to reoccupy parts already captured by the RPF in Hotani. The government of Kambanda has then decided to do its best to show the French that its troops were capable of winning the war. It is up to us to show that, as the government, we are driven by the will to do so, despite the difficult position we have on the military and diplomatic fronts. In the same meeting, the government of Kambanda decided to prepare a letter requesting special support from the French and to submit it through the military command of Operation Turquoise. However, the government had found that its image abroad was so bad and it was determined to produce articles that reflect its positive image, disseminate them in the international media, and Kambanda's government would determine the amount of money to be paid to those who would publish such articles. They also agreed to consider the matter in their upcoming government meeting. The government had also decided to send a message to all prefects, urging them to hide the evidence of their role in the genocide, including the non-disclosure of the guns, grenades used in the genocide, and to reduce the number of roadblocks, leaving only the most important ones. The message read, The document requesting assistance must be officially handed over to the Mission Turquoise. The news broadcast and images are unfavorable to us. You have to deny it. Refutation must be accompanied by funding. Message to the prefects not to show weapons and grenades. Reduce roadblocks as much as possible and keep only ones that are reasonable. Let's recall that the tactics to disguise the way in which genocide against the Tutsi was being perpetrated by the Kambanda's government forces had been advised by France since May 1994. A report on the mission in Paris from 9th to 13th May 1994 by Lieutenant Colonel Ephraim Guabarinda, who had been sent by Rwanda to meet with senior military and political leaders, indicated the following. Guabarinda had met with General Jean-Pierre Uchon, who was in charge of military cooperation at the French Minister of Defense, who validated military support to Guabarinda but advised him to improve the image of the government in the media and to do everything possible to hide the bodies of people killed in the genocide. Kambanda's government had also decided to dismantle the Inerahamge and the Muzamigambi forces and bring them into the military in order to guarantee that these groups never existed. 
This was a tactic to try to hide the fact that the government and its armed forces had captured civilians and formed them into a rebellious group, suppression of militia, and their conversion into combat units under the control of the enemy. In fact, the use of civilians in armed conflict is a war crime forbidden by Geneva Convention on August 12, 1949. According to the treaty, taking civilians for military training and engaging them in killings by the government is a war crime punishable by the international law. Kambanda's government decided to hide it because it clearly knew that they could be held accountable before the international law. Kambanda's government meeting on July 1, 1994 also reviewed the status of their fight against the RPF in Hotanyi and expressed the grief that they were close to losing the capital city, Kigali. They said that almost all parts of Kigali were besieged by the RPF in Hotanyi and that the weapons they were hoping to receive had not reached them, as they thought. Open quote. Kigali is completely surrounded. The replenishing does not come at all despite the promises. Close quote. As an excuse to their defeat, Kambanda's government said that the RPF Ngotanyi was sparked by the Belgian and British mercenaries and that it was supported by the United States of America and the United Kingdom. This is a serious lie. The RPF Ngotanyi had never used any mercenaries. The RPF Ngotanyi struggle was fought by Rwandans who are fighting for the liberation of their own country. Friends of the RPF Ngotanyi who understood the reason for the conflict had backed it in terms of diplomacy in order to explain the reason for the war abroad. But the lie that the RPF Ngotanyi had used the mercenaries was untrue. In the history of the world, mercenaries have never won a war. During the government meeting on July 1, 1994, they agreed that the RPF Ngotanyi forces had the capacity to reach their desired destination in the whole country and that they were close to seize the town of Ruhengeri and Jisenyi. They said nothing about the town of Wutare, which was also close to being captured by the RPF in Hotanyi. The Minister of Interior, Eduard Karimera, wrote in his diary the reason for their defeat, which were as follows. The extreme lack of determination of government army. The conflicts and killings in the country have caused the government and its troops to lose credibility. Killings and other crimes committed by some government soldiers, including theft, rape of girls and women, and internal divisionism. Lack of commitment by the military. The unsatisfactory military leadership from the army commanders. The inability of the intelligence services. Lack of sufficient weapons and ammunition, as well as medicine. The above-mentioned reasons provided by the criminal government shows that it had nothing to fight for, except to kill Tutsi civilians. If its soldiers really had a real reason to fight the war, they would have committed themselves to the battle and fight the RPF Ngotanyi army instead of killing innocent Tutsi civilians. Fortunately for Rwanda, despite the fact that the country had lost more than a million people due to the mere fact that they were Tutsis, the genocidal government had been defeated and Rwandans now have the opportunity to rebuild their country. Thank you for listening to another episode of Quivoca Podcast. As always, make sure you leave us a review, sharing what you like about the podcast, and share with others who would be interested in listening. <laughs>